Broadcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. We is back. Yes, we are. Again. Perfect grammar. All right. So. Yes. Yes, we is again. (laughs) Oh, man. So, dude, I tell you what, like we've talked about it before. When when the when the warmer weather hits. Yeah. I love it so much. But at the same time, it just I've been so busy. Like yeah, I, I've picked up with uh, with works and photo jobs and also just stuff around the house. Like I had to mow already, and yeah, like, same, same. Yeah, like getting the mower prepped up, you know, sharpening blades. Thank God my father-in-law helped me out that because I was so busy. He's like, I'll take care of it. But uh, sharp, what sharpening the blades on the mower? Yep. See, that's like one of those things that when people do that, my the back of my head, I go, people do that? Question they, mark. They do. I know. It makes Did cutting I, grass nice. <laughs> yeah, I bet it does. I bet it does. Uh, my old mower before it got um, before it got traded in for scrap metal never had a single blade sharpening. Yeah, and you pick yourself up like a four inch grinder, and you can pop the blades off and clean them up, and uh, there you go. I'm sure that's. The, oh, I have absolutely no doubt that that is the <laughs> right and best thing to do. You you're, know, you're like, I, I am not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, but wait a minute. It's still cutting the grass, even though I know probably at the, if you get that at the microscopic level, it's just hacking it to pieces. Yeah. Can you imagine like if, uh, if your wife walked in and you were, you had like a, uh, a grinder throwing sparks, you know, off of a, a mower blade, do you think she would be a little bit alarmed that you were doing that? Me? Probably. Yeah. Maybe, maybe if someone else like you or her dad were doing it, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, Joe, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I'm, sh- I'm like, I'm sharpening the blades. Dave told me I have to sharpen the blades on the mower. Well, if Dave told you, that's okay. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly how everything around here works. Dave told me I was supposed to do this. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, as long as, long as he said so. All right. So, uh, oh, uh, uh, a notable event has happened uh, in our neighborhood. Uh, Starlink has become available. Wait, officially become yes. available because well, right now you're using you're using a borrowed Starlink signal <laughs> yeah i don't even know if i've ever talked about it on the show so i uh i found a loophole where like they open up these cells every so often in certain areas and one cell opened up like above my dad's house which is like four miles down the road right only four miles which is nothing yeah basically. so that's how small the cells are but he was in it and i wasn't so i ordered starlink to his house and then i brought it here and that was like a year ago so it was actually and it worked pretty well it does right I had an original reservation in for my home address. For your actual address, right. Yeah, and that was like over two years ago that we all put those in out here. Uh, my neighbors have had theirs in. Uh, my other neighbor didn't have one in, and this is what I'm about to talk about. So I, I since I still had it, I, I asked him, because once it went live as far as them fulfilling these, mm-hmm. they're like, you have seven days to decide. And oh, if, right. If, if you decide not to get it, you go back to the, the waiting list of everybody yeah. else. So you got to get it right. You go back to the bottom of the list if you don't take it. Yeah. So my, my one neighbor, Brent, he got, he got his already. He, he fulfilled his uh, reservation. But my other neighbor, uh, I asked him like, dude, if you're interested, take advantage of this right now. You just got to buy the equipment. 
and uh, that's what they did. And they have it. That actually came today, so they're they so, have it in their possession. What are you going to do at your place then? I mean, are you going to replace your current borrowed? I, I just had to. I just with, had to flip flop. Is all okay? So, but you are going to take him up on the official offer and then send that one back to your dad's. No, like I'm the one that I just ordered is now like it's 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 uh, uh synced to my address, so it's here. Oh, okay, okay. The one that's been you know technically quote unquote roaming is going to his house now. That's right. Okay, yeah, that's what I figured was that that one is that everything's going back to normal, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we are. Uh, yeah, we're officially. I mean, I, I'm officially on Starlink, but uh, yeah. So now, now my neighbors are too. It's exciting. Well, here's a cheers to Elon Musk for for providing rural internet at speeds that aren't terrible yes thank you elon <laughs> yeah <laughs> we very much appreciate it and everyone else at starlink yeah yeah oh god oh dude okay so i'm not gonna talk about this long so i apologize if anybody's like i hate hearing him talk about this there starlink is not the only company in the game of low earth orbit no internet. they're not the only one you're right amazon is creating one called and they're they're currently putting satellites up. It's called Project Caper. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have their own satellite internet. And again, these are not the one single satellite like HughesNet, you know, the geosynchronous one. There's like... Oh, geez, yeah. I think Starlink has like over 3,000 satellites up right now. Yeah, it's very different than high, than high orbit geosynchronous yeah. internet. Way different. And there's another one. There's another one called OneWeb. And hmm. China I, I is making that. their own as well. How many satellites can possibly orbit the Earth? Like, well, it's interesting you say that because that is over the next hundred years, that's going to become a significant problem in our atmosphere if it's not already. Yeah, like I feel there should be some concern. And like, remember, remember Wally when they were exiting the atmosphere in their spaceships? Yeah, and they were just bouncing off of satellite dishes. That's what's going to happen. Again, Wally has. Predicted the future. Predicted the future, unfortunately, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. at least the robot, at least the future has has cute little robots. But uh, unfortunately, uh, satellites and and things flying into space are going to be bouncing off of them. Yeah. So yeah. So that that that's uh, that's my concern. But anyway, uh, thanks, Elon. Anyway, uh, indeed, uh, I'll enjoy it for now until it becomes a real you know problem for the Earth. Yep. Yeah. Uh, right. And then we'll go. Then we'll go. Oops. Yeah. You know what could solve this problem? Just run internet out here. I know, right? There, are, there's already a solution. Yeah, just run a dang cable on the poles and bring it over here. Then you know, to put up thousands and thousands of satellites. But anyway, enough of that. So I do want to mention too that uh, uh, Carrie is on her way back from Nashville. She went down with uh, her sister and three okay. of their friends. They went down for like a like a chicks, you know, getaway. And, yeah, uh, yeah, they had a good time, and they're on their way back home, which I'm glad because I've been kind of bored. And uh, yeah, so what do you have you ever been to Nashville? I have not been to Nashville, but my wife has gone to Nashville several times because she also has a friend down there uh, and they love it down there. Like they I don't know if it's just the atmosphere or the, you know, the, the things to do or whatever, but she she enjoys going down there as well. I have not been, though. I have not been there. Uh, yeah, I I have not been there either. And. You know, my wife's like, she's like, oh, I think you should, you know, we should come down together sometime, be a lot of fun. But I don't know, like, I'm so not, not in the country music scene at all. Like, I could literally be in line to get coffee, be standing beside, like, a huge country music star. Sure, right. Not even know it. Right, and be like, 
yeah, it's just completely right over your head, right? Yeah, like, oh my God, you were standing, I don't even know, like, like Martina McBride, is she even relevant anymore? Uh, who, I don't know. Who are some other characters? I don't know. Uh, Hank, I'm sure there's a Hank somebody, Hank Williams. How about, how about, how about Luke Combs? Oh yeah, Luke Combs. Um, Keith Urban. Ke okay, yeah, Keith Urban, I do know that one. Clint uh, Chestnut. That's a real country artist? No. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, that's a great, that's a great name. Yeah, there's, oh, uh, Brantley Gilbert. You ever heard of him? Uh, no. No, he has, he has the most, okay, for all Brantley Gilbert fans out there, I apologize in advance. I don't love his music. It, at first, I kind of did, but then the more I listened to his songs, he, it, it, if you had a piece of paper with a hundred of the most cliche things, country. Oh, yeah. He uses them all in his songs. And I'm talking like, you know, uh, pickup trucks, dirt roads, campfires, yeah, dogs, yeah. girls, Red, wives, you know. Cups. Cups of beer, right? Cups, all, solo cups. Blue jeans, right. It's all the same thing. All Blue jeans, yeah. Uh, boots. Uh, boots, Fishing. Yeah. Jack, jacked up truck. It's all in there. Like, yeah. And there's one song, I can't remember what it is, but dude, I'm like, I'm like yelling at the radio. I'm like. I'm like, I'm like, name more cliche things, name more. And he just keeps going and going. Oh, it's the worst. Uh, yeah, but no, I think, uh, I think they can make a country song literally about anything, anything, Joe. I think well, yeah, I, I agree because I think that's, I mean, at least for like the pop country of the past 10, 12, 15 years, that's generally what pop country has become. Yeah. It's just like the everyday anything that you could possibly write down his song lyrics and put like a, you know, a guitar and a beat behind. Yeah, I feel like I mean, I feel like pop kind of falls in that a little bit too. Some pop songs. It does. It does. They're both guilty of it. Yeah, and I, but I think with country, like because because it's country music, and they they can, I don't know, because they, they, I think they're kind of given that freedom as far as like they can sing about whatever they want to, and as long as, in my opinion, they they put uh, a little a little country twang on it mm -hmm. it's totally acceptable and people will sing about it like, like well and that's kind of the target too right is that it's it's meant to be um relatable yeah okay yeah i see what you're saying there um like i i've i've never i don't listen to much country i've never played country but i'll bet you i could write i could probably write a country song with like just just anything you did during the day like okay okay like what'd you do today uh, we uh, like you woke we, up. up and we made we made coffee. Okay, we made coffee. All right, you made coffee. What else do you do? Yeah, uh, we ran, took the kids at the store real quick for like five minutes. Okay, came back. Okay, that's good enough. All right, we'll go all with right. that. All right, so, all right, so, all right, so how? Okay, we're we're gonna do this right here in the show. Um, okay, all right, well, great, wonderful. I have no idea what's about <laughs> to happen. I want to I want to think of a quick like couple of lines for a country song. All right. Um, I don't know. Should I, should I pause the show and come back with it, or just try and like hash it out right now? I know. I think you should just. I think you just rip right into it. If you're gonna do this, just do it live. All right. So you gotta have like the rhymey things, you know. So, um, you know, if you're like something about coffee, so like, uh, uh, I feel like God, I feel like I should pause this, but um, all right. So if you're like something about like, you know, you got creamer and you got sugar, um, you're like, I don't, I don't need. I wish I was more of a country fan because this is all probably gonna sound the same. All right, so if you're like, I don't, like, I, don't, I can almost hear it in my head already. To I tell know. you the truth. If you're like, okay, if you're like, I don't, I don't need your like, I don't need. I oh got. How do you do a country twang? I don't need. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. Uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. So if you're like, uh, like, okay, like, I don't need 
your coffee cream or something like that? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Here, here's what we're going to do. Okay. I I don't want to pause it, but I do because I don't I'm like I'm like how do I think of this on a show that's not terrible? Okay, all right. Well, we'll maybe pause and then we'll be back in three seconds. Okay, yeah, just give us two seconds here. We're right back. Okay, all right, all right, all right. We're back. <laughs> five, five minutes, two minutes. It was a little longer. Long five minutes. I don't know how long that took. That was like 10, 15 minutes. I sat here and figured out some lyrics. All right. So I took I took what you gave me, which was the coffee thing. Okay. And the going to the store thing. Okay. I'm I'm gonna embarrass myself, but I think I have it figured out as far as how I'm gonna sing this. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my god. Okay. I'm like kind of nervous that now like all of our listeners are gonna hear my worst attempt at singing a country or lyric I could, just made up. It, it could be your best attempt. Because maybe your best attempt is your worst attempt. That's true. Okay, here we go. I think I kind of got the cadence and the rhythm of how I think this is going to supposed or supposed to go here. Okay. All right. Okay. Wait. wait, wait. I'm trying to do my head here real quick. All right. All right. Here we go. I may have to. I may have to edit this a little bit. Got it. Got it. Right, here we go. All right. So uh, I don't. I don't need. We had it before. Like I don't need your. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I. I had to fix this part. Okay. So here we go. Here we go. All right. I don't need your cream or your sugar pack. You can keep your latte. I prefer black. I'm talking coffee. <laughs> C-O-F-F-double-E coffee. There you go. Right, huh? That's not bad. <laughs> I like how I like how you had you kept the coffee black, right? Yeah. You kept it real country style. Oh, black coffee, man. That's yeah. Like, yeah. Real country people don't put Kramer in their coffee. No, that's for that's for city folk. That is. All right, and I did the other one too, which was the. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so embarrassed. I did the other one. This is all stemming off of that. I think country music is is too easy, and now I'm like, I'm like, this is actually kind of hard. Uh, yeah, right. All right. So this was about uh, going to the grocery store. Okay. All right. So here's this one. Uh, okay. Uh, again, if I was to actually write country music, it would all follow the same exact cadence. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's just one song, different lyrics. Yeah. All right. So here we go. I got to try and I got to I got to hone in my my uh, my country, my country Debo. OK. All right. Here we go. So open your list and grab a cart for more. You can pick up some milk and some Christmas decor. Let's get your oil changed. It's a big box store. <laughs> Oh. oh my god, why? I'll never why? do that again. I'll never try that again on the show. <laughs> oh. Was that bad? Was that really bad? No, no. I could I in fact I could probably see that on the country top 30 yeah. uh soon. Soon. <laughs> Pick up some milk and some Chris. I was just trying to rhyme. Yeah, right. I, at that point it just became an exercise in rhyming. Oh, but having but it had to sound country. I know, like I was gonna try and like like shoehorn Walmart in there somewhere, but I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, what I can I can rhyme store with something better than Walmart. Oh, but no, but saying like saying like the big box store is yeah. like totally more it sounds country, more country, yeah. Right than saying like going down to Walmart, you know? Yeah. I'm just kind of proud of these uh, stupid lyrics. <laughs> well, you know what? Speaking of lyrics, mm -hmm. you know. We, I know we haven't really given the cadence for today's show, but we've got a pretty good follow-up to that. What do you got? 
Well, we've got Not I'm real all, like, sweating from embarrassment. Yeah, right, right. Of, of course, of course. But we've got. I'm going to ask you. Mm-hmm. So for the second, the second part of the first part of the show today, I've got six country lyrics that could be real or fake. And what I think I'll do is I will ask you, I will just say them. I'm not going to sing them. I'm not going to impress the audience with my amazing country voice, but I'm just going to read through the lyrics. And I want you to tell me Mm -hmm. if you think that line is real. It's from a real country song or whatever. It could be bro country. It could be old fashioned country, whatever. Or if it's completely fake and I just made it up. Oh my God. Okay. So you've made, oh, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. So you, you don't know country that well, do you? Well no, enough but, that you're gonna that you're gonna come up can, with some lines. But I can write some lyrics down that might sound convincing. Okay, so you know the uh, you you know the cliches enough that you probably got some in there, right? Oh, I mean, <laughs> look, most of like like the modern bro country music is just a cliche, right? So mm-hmm. it's not that different than I would say. It, it's not that hard to get the general gist of it into like a fake lyric but also the thing is some of these maybe none of these are fake maybe every one of them is fake you don't know yet okay oh man all right so you're giving me one line and then i have to guess yep and you don't have to guess the song or anything you just have to tell me if you think that line is from a real song or i made it up okay all right let's uh let's go here we go all right line number one Mm -hmm. is yeah the parking lot is muddy can't get to the door Ooh, mm, you're talking about mud. That sounds yeah, very right. country. I mean, it's very country. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that. I feel like it could be real. Is it real? That one is real. Oh, you nice. got it. I need a ding, yes. ding, ding button here. Where's my? Oh, here we go. I yes. <laughs> Wait, did you hear? Just out of curiosity, did you hear that golf clap come through? Listen. I thought I heard that. Yeah, I thought my chair. Was yeah, shaking. yeah. Okay. So I've got I've got a golf clap on. I've got a golf clap and a sad horn on my side. So if you get it wrong, I can do this. Oh, oh, that's coming through my. Okay, here, hang on. All right. Um, put it through. It's coming through the wrong way. Okay, do it again. Do it again. Okay, so here's the golf clap. There it is. All right, and here's the sad horn. Okay, good. You you take the lead on, on whether I'm right. right or wrong. Okay. All right. You ready for this next one? Yes. All right. Uh, lyric attempt number two. I've looked for love in all the wrong places. I'm getting tired of this town and all the familiar faces. That has to be real. You couldn't make that up. Joe. The answer is that's fake. That's fake. That's me. That's Clint Chestnut, baby. Oh man, <laughs> is, is that your is, is that your? Uh, that's, that's my fake that's country. Your, name. That's your country name. <laughs> uh, Clint Chestnut. <laughs> Love that name. So that was a song lyric lyric written by Clint Chestnut, aka me. That sounds like it was real, man. Are you sure you didn't like? Just... I swear to you. Say say the line I again. Say wrote... it again. I've looked for love in all the wrong places. I'm getting tired of this town and all the familiar faces. You should write country music if you made that up, dude. That's impressive. <laughs> I'm impressed with Clint Chestnut. Here's here's my excuse though. Mm-hmm. This something similar like to this could appear in who knows how many songs, right? I'm just saying I did not look at anything to make it up. I wrote it down today when I was doing this. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Give me the so next that one. Was, give me the next that one. Was fake. All right, next one. Won two tickets to the county fair because I was caller number 10 on the FM station. Dude, the county fair. Another cliche country lyric line. (laughs) I got to say, I don't think this one sounds. 
I mean, okay, your last one was better that you made up because I feel like I feel like this is a very poorly executed uh, lyric. I'm gonna okay. say I'm gonna say it's fake. Yes, you ah, are correct. Ah, Clint, you, you, didn't, correct. you didn't do as good on that no, one. No, Clint, this, Clint is failing. <laughs> He's failing to convince his listeners. So so far, you've got you are you are what one? Uh, I forget. Did you get the first one? I think I did. Yeah, I did. I, so I got two yes. two right, one wrong. You're two two out of three so far. Okay. Uh, number four. Mm-hmm. And by Tuesday, you could say that girl was good as gone. Okay, that sounds very country. I'm going to say that's real. That is real. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. 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 Let's go. Let's go. Golf clap. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. When it, well, that's actually when it rains, it pours by Luke Combs. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, so All right. I could, if I heard him on the radio, I'd be like, I would not be able to say, oh, that's totally Luke Combs. No idea. No, right. I, and, and some of these, like, and I'll be honest, when I was like kind of researching quote unquote this topic, I mean, you're absolutely right what you said earlier. Some of these lyrics could be just flip flopped into another song and it would literally fit right in. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Number five. But darling, it don't match your eyes. I'm telling you, you don't need that guy. Oh, this sounds, oh, the fact that darling is in there. But darling, that don't. What is it, darling? That don't match your eyes. A darling, it don't match your eyes. I'm telling you, you don't need that guy. That sounds real. Okay, is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Yes. Oh, yes. dude. Good job. Nice. Yes. That's from "Blue Ain't Your Color" by Keith Urban. Oh, okay. All right. All I right. could You're I right? could pick out uh, Keith Urban out of a out of a song. Okay. Like, I, like if I, you were. Or, how about standing around? Could you pick him out? Yeah, yeah. Carrie is a huge fan, so I I've heard a lot of his music and, and seen you know seen him. I actually drank. Here's a funny story about Keith Urban. You uh, drank with Keith Urban? No, I drank his <laughs> bottle of water. You're like, how that ever happened, right? So Carrie was at a Keith Urban concert. Okay. And he he had some bottles of water on stage. He was drinking out of. Okay. And he was throwing them out into the audience. Okay. Uh, right. Nice night. Carrie caught one. Okay. All right. This is years ago. And she had it in the in the back of her car. Okay. Yeah. I was driving one time. I'm like, I am so thirsty. And I was like reaching behind me. I'm like, where's any bottles of water in here? And I, I grabbed one and I'm like, oh, here's one. And I drank it. And, uh, <laughs> and then she saw the empty bottle like laying on the floor of her car. And she's like, you drank my Keith Urban water or Keith Urban water. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she told me. Yeah. That. What? Yeah, what? What? And then she told me the story about how she got it. And I'm like, ew. I'm like, <laughs> I thought I drank after you. I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, but I drank after some dude. Like, and I'm like, first of all, I'm like, you can't even be upset about it because it's not like it was like on a shelf with like a picture of Keith Urban beside it. Yeah. It's not like marked Keith Urban's water. Yeah. I'm like, it was rolling around the backseat of your car. I'm like, apparently you didn't care that much about it. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny, right? Yeah. Because as long as it's rolling around the car, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. So I drank his water bottle. All right. So you are at this point, you are, I think, four for five right mm. now. Okay. So here's number six. Final, final one, number six. I've got the four wheeler jacked up, lights on top, the coolers out back, fish ready to pop. This has everything in it. It's it's everything. It's, it's everything. everything. This is it's so everything. country. Matter of fact, this sounds like trout camp. Say the line one more time. I want to hear all the things. I've got the four-wheeler jacked right, up, got the lights on top, 
the coolers out back, fish ready to pop. This is a great, this is a great line. If you wrote it, good for you, Clint, but I feel like this is real. Okay, it's fake. That's Clint Chestnut. You made that up? Yep, yep. Dude, yep. I'm telling you. <laughs> I feel like you you could be a secret country artist. Yeah, maybe I should maybe I should contact some of my folks in LA. That's a fantastic line, dude. I got to say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I just you know, I, what, what can I say? Right. Maybe, maybe, maybe I've got a hidden talent for country music. That's way better than the ones I came up with. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you, you are, you are attempting this, but it never really worked out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's great though. Got the four wheeler lights jacked I, up. Everything, everything is in there. Fishing. fishing. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh man. All right. So what the hell are we doing with the rest of the show? I know we talked about right. uh, a list we found. Yeah, we do. We've got, uh, we've got big moments, huge moments, however you want to describe it, from the 90s that you might have forgotten about. We did something similar to this a little while, well, actually quite a while back now, where we even talked about more recent events that you might have forgot about. But this time we're going to take the Wayback Machine, and we're going to go way back in the 90s to talk about some important things you might have forgotten about. Yeah, speaking of 90s, did you ever, wa- did you ever waterbed when you were, when you were younger? I remember they were all the rage. My, we did not personally have one in the house, but I remember when I was a kid, like in the eighties, especially the late eighties, early nineties, when you'd go to like, you know, a parent's friend's house and they had a waterbed. I remember like always being just obsessed with the fact that it was a water bed, right? It was all the rage, man. I don't think anybody yeah. does waterbeds anymore. They're terrible. They're horrible. And I remember we had one for a while and it was, uh, it was, like at the time, like oh, like this is amazing, just floating around on on your bed. Yeah. And like, if, if you were like trying to sleep, and and, you, and your partner like had to like you know you move around a little bit, the whole bed's just like sloshing around. Just waves going everywhere, right? Yeah, and it was I I don't understand what the idea was behind them initially, other than just you know they're cool and different, I guess. But yeah, they were super uncomfortable trying to get out of one. Cause like once, once your body mass was condensed, like just your butt as you were like trying to scooch out of bed. Yeah. Yeah. Your ass would like sink to the bottom of the, the water bed <laughs> instead of being dispersed across your whole body. So I don't know. I, I, I hated those things. I hate them. I ha- what we should probably do, and this is actually a good, this is actually a good, good reminder for us is we should probably do another products from the nineties that kind of sucked. Oh yeah. Yeah. We could definitely find a lot of those. I'm sure. Is that would. That would definitely, waterbed might even be like number one because, in fact, you know what's funny about beds? They've actually gone in the complete opposite direction of waterbeds. In fact, bed, uh, what do you want to call it, mattresses? The thing nowadays is always like, do you want it, how firm do you want it, right? Like, how much support do you want? That's the thing today. Yeah, do you want to float or do you, like... (laughs) It is. It's the opposite now. Yeah, it's all the opposite now. In fact, I can tell you here in the, in the house, like our our bed is a one of those like slightly, whatever you want to call it, semi-firm um, memory foam things. Yeah. Right? That's our entire mattress. Like it's, there's no, there's no like spring or anything in there. The whole thing is that, you know, somebody's version of memory foam. Yeah. Did you guys do the whole like order, like the, the mattress in a box thing or, or did you get it from a store? We ended up, so when we got this many years back, it ended up, we just saw it in the store and got it and they dropped it off. We didn't, we didn't spring it out of a box. Like you see on like some of like the YouTube videos and whatever. Yeah, dude, that's what we did actually. Cause there's not like, a, there's not a lot of mattress stores around here. 
And so we, we ordered ours from like Casper or whatever it was. And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Casper's a good one. Yeah. And uh, dude, dude, I'll tell you what, man, when you, when you vacuum suck a mattress into a, basically the size of like a garbage can, like the, the <laughs> diameter or like, yeah. like a five gallon bucket. It's heavy, man. Like it's really heavy. So I'm dragging this thing into yeah. my house. I'm like, Oh my God. And then you open it up and it takes like, like, you can't just throw it on and put your sheets on it. It's like allow 24 hours for it to fill back up with air. Oh, if you get it shipped, you have to wait for it to expand for 24 hours. Yeah. So we had to like open it up and like lean it on like in the room and let it fill up for like a day, you know, to where the memory foam could foam back up again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then we could finally put it on like the next day. But yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of a pain really, but there, it, it's a nice mattress. I like it. Yeah. Well, that's, and, and like I said, it's, 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 it's much firmer than a waterbed, right? <laughs> much firmer. Yes. Right. Who's, who's doing that? <laughs> yeah. Did you ever hear the conspiracy theories about like mattress warehouse and how they're like, uh, I don't even know exactly what it was. But they're supposed to be like some sort of like, a, oh, what do you call it? Like a, a cash a, launderer or something. Front for something? Yeah, like I've heard that as as a as a conspiracy theory. You never heard that before? Hold on a second. We're gonna You're have to confirm up? this. Yeah, look at conspiracy theories for mattress on warehouse. Mattress warehouse. Okay, let's see what let's see what the internet tells me. Yeah, something uh, about money launder or something like that. I don't remember, but it was something very odd. Oh, it is. It is. Okay. So why, why are there so many mattress companies? Because this one, so apparently what happens is that the, the conspiracy theory shifts mattress providers, but it's all the general same thing. It's at least what I'm reading in front of me. It's just, like you said, it's it, apparently it's some kind of money laundering with these mattress stores. Yeah. Cause people are like, I never see people in there. I never see yep. mattresses leaving. Yep. That's but, exactly what it says. Mattress yeah. firm is some sort of giant money laundering scheme. <laughs> They are effing everywhere and always empty. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing four mattress firms all on each corner of an intersection once. There's no way there is such demand for mattresses. Right? Yeah. I mean, how long do you keep a mattress? I mean, dude, we've had we've had some for like like a decade. You know? Yeah. It's like, I, I mean, if there's, no, if there's nothing wrong with it. No. You know? So I don't know, man. It's not like you get one like every other week. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Again, that's a uh, you know rumor mill. Not, yeah, not right. Like, of course, we're not accusing you, uh, right? Mattress warehouse of anything. Mattress firm warehouse yeah. slash whoever you are. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's get into this list. What was it called again? This is huge moments in the '90s. We've all forgotten about. It actually comes from a site that does some lists like this called Grunge.com. Interesting. Of course, the name of the site is Grunge.com. <laughs> yeah. Perfect for the '90s stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Is uh, is nine eleven on there? I, uh, no, okay. no, that, that was, that was too, too recent. I don't think, I don't think anybody's <laughs> forgot about that. Nope. So what, uh, what have people forgotten about? What's on the list? I, there, I, I, I skimmed through it and we are definitely skipping some of these cause they're, I don't know, some are kind of hot topic. Well, right. They just wouldn't be fun to talk about. No, this was kind of a socially weird one, right? Like apparently, and I honest to God did forget about this and, and it's ringing a bell now that I'm reading about it. Apparently Ireland ended its ban on divorce in 1995. But what strikes me about this is just the fact that, that Ireland a had a ban on divorce. So, okay. You know? So if you were, if you live in Ireland, you got married, it was basically like a, a, you, you were in a contract essentially. Essentially. Yeah. That you could not get out of. So you had to be like a hundred percent sure 
like so so there was like even like no no loopholes so like, it, I, I can just read you what i mean there's the only details that i have on it specifically it says in 1986 the irish went to the polls to decide whether married couples could legally be granted a divorce in ireland for the first time according to the reporting that vote came out a resounding no really so like 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 more more than 50% of people and in fact by it says like by a 25% margin so i'm guessing i'm guessing around 70 some percent of people said no. actually voted no to be able to allow married couples to get a divorce which like apparently finally got overturned in 95 yeah it, it's almost like maybe maybe they were the husband was standing there and the wife was like like <laughs> had her arms crossed and tapping her foot He's like, what are you going to mark? What are you going to mark down? He's like, definitely yeah. not. Like, yeah, I'm not. I don't, I'm I don't not believe in there. divorce. <laughs> but uh, apparently, here, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not like, I'm not criticizing any specific like, group or, you know, uh, religious group or whatever, but apparently, like, that a lot of the Catholic Church oh, yeah. and the, was a big driver there. Like, they were like, let's get rid of divorce. And of course, like, obviously, it, it ended up getting flipped, turned around. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, with with uh, you know Catholicism being huge. Yeah, right. Uh, in, in the Irish uh, community and country. Exactly, exactly. They kind of went hand in hand at the time, uh, and probably still do for, for you know in in a in a great deal. So anyway, yeah. Apparently, in 1995, they reversed course on that, and they said, "Nope, you could divorce again." Okay. Well, there you go. Good job, Ireland. Yeah, you 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 made it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you made it. <laughs> All right. What's the next one? Well, this one, Europe again. So apparently, and I don't, I, again, I don't remember this. In 1991, this is, a, this is about a nuclear weapon detonation. 1991, France agreed to sign, there was a 1968, um, uh, a pact to stop testing nuclear weapons. Uh, I think it was, I think, I think it was above ground or limit the use of it in some way. I don't remember the exact details of the pact, but 1991, France was like one of the last signers uh, of this 1968 pack, which had already been signed by the United States, Britain, Soviet Union, and 139 other countries in an effort to limit the use of nuclear weapons. So France for like 23 years just didn't, the 23 years prior just didn't sign it. They were just like, nah, <laughs> uh, right? Can you do like a French accent? Le, no. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We must do. We must keep our nuclear weapons. I mean, oh. That sounds. That sounds like a, not not French. Yeah, that was like that was like France combined with something else. I don't know what it was, but yeah, something Middle Eastern maybe. Yeah, like that was that was French Middle Eastern. All right, great. Uh, so, so okay, so they so they finally agreed to not set off nukes. Yeah. So nine, but nineteen ninety one they agree, but then in nineteen ninety five they just literally ignored it. They set they one just, off? Yeah, they just started dropping nukes in the South Pacific. Like for, for fun or they just getting rid of them? Yeah. yeah. So in January 1996, after a final explosion that was six times more powerful than the atomic bomb that was detonated over Nagasaki in 45, the, uh, Jacques Chirac, who was the, um, uh, I don't know what they call their president. That's just President Jacques Chirac. He finally said, okay, we're done now. Oh. After their... After they were just like, ah, we kind of ignored it. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> like, yeah. all right, all right, we got it out of our system. I know it's weird. Like they refused to sign it, then they sign it, then they're like, they drop. How many to say? 
it was a series of tests. It wasn't even like one. It was like a series of them. They were just like, nah. <laughs> so That's that that happened. Yeah. All right. What else is on this list? I don't remember right, any so of these, got... honestly. Okay. This one's kind of interesting. Um, the launch of the first commercial satellite, and keep keep space in mind for a second because there's gonna be a follow-up to this one. The launch of the first commercial spy satellite in 1997. So prior to 1997, mm. the only people, or I should say, the only global powers that had spy satellites in 1997 were the big were the big global powers like Russia, the United States. Um, I believe, I can't remember if China had any up at the time, but they probably had something. But spying or taking, basically taking photos from space was essentially owned, so to speak, by the world's superpowers. Okay. So, right. 1997, a commercial company, a literal, just like, you know, kind of like a SpaceX or whatever, mm -hmm. right? A commercial company uh, based in Longmont, Colorado, Colorado, mind you, launched a commercially available spy satellite from Russia on the nose of a Russian commercial rocket, which then they would bid their services out to anybody. Interesting. Right? So it's kind of like mercenary. It's kind of like satellite mercenaries. Yeah. Or, you know. Like, who, who wants a spy satellite? We got one for sale. And this is a big deal in 1997. It's not a big deal now because now we know that Google and Amazon, they all own satellites up right. there, right? And they... They all, they all mapped the earth. But in 1997, this was a big deal. And it caused a huge controversy because now like the Russians and the Chinese and everything, they, and, and all of our, you know, all of the world traditional superpowers who are always at odds at each other would now just be able to rent picture time. I don't even want to call it photograph time from a commercial company, huh. which to, today doesn't really cool. matter. That's kind of cool though. Yeah. Like I wish I had a lot of money and I could do that. I would I would rent it for like a couple hours and just you know snoop yeah. around. <laughs> yeah, snoop see see what you can see. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, you oh, know what's funny. what's so interesting about that is now you you can basically just go to Google Earth now and yeah the pictures are usually a, a year old maybe yeah. six months old but you could still kind of do that now. Yeah. Well, did you see like like on on Google Earth like people. People scour Google Earth, and oh yeah, obviously it's a it's a singular photograph captured, you know, a, a moment in time. But there's been people that have found like really interesting things where they're like there was one where I think they saw like what looked like somebody dumping a body somewhere. Yeah, and there was another yeah, one where like, somebody found like strange one, like something. Uh, some I think some kid found like some structure or something in the ocean that that they haven't been able to like. It was like undiscovered. Did you hear about that one too? Oh, I so yeah, yeah. Because there's a couple web pages out there where that with, which like claim that they're unsolved mysteries, but you know who knows what they are today. But yes, I have seen some of this. I wonder if SpaceX, Starlink. I wonder if they secretly equipped their satellites with cameras, because that would be like the ultimate spy system. Because they're everywhere. Oh, there's so many now too. Yeah, because like remember like uh, uh, Enemy of the State, where they're like, oh, we got to relocate satellite, and they're like. You know, they got also the satellites got to go woof and like clear across the other side of the country. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, now there's that's so many. Right. There's so many that they're like, oh, access, yeah, right. uh, you know, satellite number, uh, you know, two thousand four hundred seventeen, and there you go. I, oh, dude, I hope he did. I mean, sort of, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. I hope he did. <laughs> I hope he. I hope <laughs> he's he, spying on us all. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, but what if, like, what if he did? 
because because they are a commercial company. Sure. There's nothing stop. I mean, there's there's literally nothing stopping them from doing so except the trust that they don't. Right. No, right. Well, I'm saying like like what if they did? Like that's like a that's like an added perk to the satellites that maybe maybe the general public doesn't know, but maybe the government was involved or something and they oh, sure. and they're like, hey, we want you to do this so we can use your satellites. Uh that you could you could you could take this you could probably take this any number of which ways, right? I, I am now creating a new conspiracy. I know. And I, I, in fact, you I think you might have just described like the new plot of a Bond film or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So all right, was there any any other good ones on there? Wait, in fact, you know, you know what's okay. So I gotta pause again because this this has to do with the nineties again. The second uh, follow-up to Goldeneye was literally about what you're talking about. Oh, really? It was about a media giant who was launching so many satellites into space that he would have control over information. The funny part is, and wait, I think they had weapons on them too. I know. I think they had weapons on them too. Uh -huh. But the funny part about it is, is that that was like the whole plot of the movie. The plot of the movie at the time was that this guy would control so much information that they would control everything and nowadays no one would even blink an eye to people launching Thousands that many satellites, satellites into space right no it's so interesting how those plots of those movies almost seem benign now yeah like they've come true in a, in a way in a way yeah yeah so if you know this is an odd thought too but i've often wondered about you know movies and stuff like that if they if they if movies can like desensitize you to the truth uh, like, you know, like they, like alien, alien movies. Yeah. Where, you know, uh, aliens come down, they, you know, there's probably, probably a hundred different movies. Yeah. About alien encounters and aliens coming to earth. So if there's, if, if there's so many of these movies that come out and the, in your mind, like the possibility and the, the illusion is there to the point where if it actually happened, would you be desensitized enough to just kind of accept it, you know what I mean? Um, I think it probably depends on what it is. I think with the satellite things, I think you're right. I think we've been completely like launching satellites into space has become so normal and normalized and everything that it's hard. It's hard to be surprised by anybody launching anything into space anymore, at least in terms of like objects. Like obviously, there's tons in space to be amazed by. Aliens, though, I'm still pretty sure I'd probably be blown away if we actually had proof of alien civilization of some sort yeah but yeah. you're right though you're right though there's going to be certain things that we are just completely desensitized to at this point because it's become so commonplace you know there's a basically like whatever like oh elon elon musk put up ten thousand more satellites last week cool okay good for him yeah right super rural internet uh in the yeah right in the 1990s that would have been freaking mind-blowing it would have yeah, actually, there's there's a movie that came out uh, just very recently, which I found so fascinating because it it falls right into this uh, uh, this this idea I had about okay, going back to space again. But if yeah. we if we could travel, you know, through the cosmos, through the universe, yeah, and find Earth-like planets that we could visit, uh, I, my my idea was behind that was uh, I'm like, okay, so let's say that we found one. And we, we went there, okay? Okay. But that planet's uh, evolution was in, like, the Jurassic period of that planet. Okay, okay. 
so, you know, here we are, we're like expecting to find like little people walking around, uh, you know, houses, power lines, and, uh, we show up, but they're, they're, you know, a million years behind us on the evolution. Right. Right. Which very well could happen. Yeah. So I always thought, I'm like, okay, so you, you land, you open up the door, you're like, ah, like this is a nice planet. What is that? And like, there's like a T-Rex. Yeah. <laughs> they made a movie like with that exact scenario. Yeah, wait. Didn't they? Just, yeah, I thought this just came out. It this did. whole idea. I've been I've been saying this for a long, long time that I thought that was like I always thought it was an interesting idea, and they actually made a movie about it. It's called Sixty Five, which I don't love the title, but it's, it's just literally called Sixty Five because I saw the previews. I guess I forgot it was called Sixty Five. Yeah, it's supposed to be like sixty five million years ago. Oh, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah, they could have come up with a better title, but I don't think it was sure. that that catchy. Well, so do you know how it reviewed, by the way? Like, is it any good? It didn't get great box office uh, numbers. I blame it on the title, but it looks like it's going to be a really cool movie. I am really excited to see it. So there you go. Yeah. Turn into a quick quick media recommendation. (laughs) There we go. There we go. We'll check it out. Yeah. Any other fascinating things that happened in the 90s? One more that I just love to talk. I did did not forget. I can claim I did not forget about this because- remember when it happened and just kind of doing a big face palm. This was NASA's loss of the millennium. Now the millennium was a Uh, Mars climate satellite. Yes. It was a Mars climate Falcon. (laughs) A climate millennium Falcon. Okay. Okay, Yeah. Wait, wait. So, uh, so wait, they they sent a, they sent a a satellite or what you say it was a satellite or a ship. What was it? It was a satellite. It was a, it was a climate satellite to Mars. Yes, they were they 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 you know blasted it off to Mars. Yeah. It was released from I forget if, I forget how they if it was on top of a rocket or whatever. But it was supposed to just circle or you know orbit around Mars and study the atmosphere. Okay. And what happened was just an un- almost something so comically silly that you just you you would never expect it to happen. But then when it does happen, you're just like, oh yeah, I can totally see that happening. So the the short 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 version is that the Lockheed Martin engineering team used English units of measure while NASA was working in metric. Okay, so that that caused some problems. (laughs) Yes, so what happened was the engine was so, as it starts to de, as it starts to approach Mars and it's supposed to go into its orbit, it's supposed to, it was supposed to do like a controlled burn and then just kind of settle into like a Mars, a Mars orbit. But because of the way that the data was flowing between the two systems, everything was miscalculated, and the engine just continued to burn. The satellite flew right past Mars and basically into orbit probably around the sun. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So, well, how'd that happen? Because the engine just kept firing. Because whatever was, there was data being transferred between the two systems. One data expects the information in English. The other system expected it in metric. And it basically, the way that the engine interpreted everything was whatever the engine, whatever happened at that point in the code, and it just kept on burning. I mean, I get the fact that it was, you know, two different, you know, systems of measurements and stuff. But I I guess I I didn't realize that it would be that catastrophic that it would send it to the sun. Well... In in the sun, in theory, because it it it, it literally burned past Mars. Oh, okay. so the engine fired, you know, and it went right past Mars, 
Like, see ya. Right? Yeah, like, I'm out of here. And they basically, the only, the only thing they have is speculation now uh, is that they just speculate that based on its trajectory that it currently was before they lost contact with mm -hmm. it, that it was probably headed towards the sun. Oh, and just burned up? It burned up or it's in orbit around the sun somewhere. Oh. Wait, how, I wonder how close something can orbit the sun. It seems like it'd be rather hot. Uh, I don't know. It depends on where the orbit is because some things orbit like we orbit the sun, but... You know what I mean? But it's, we're obviously far enough away to be safe. If this thing, if this thing started well, to de saying, Yeah, how, how yeah. close can it actually get? I don't know. That's a great question. That's a, it, not that close. Yeah, because there I mean, was a, there, I mean, dude, like if, like on a, on a hot day here yeah. on earth. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's already with, hot. Obviously with atmosphere, you know, but uh, yeah. I don't know, there, there was a movie called Passengers. I think I've talked about it before. Great movie. But there was this one scene in the movie where the, their ship was, uh, uh, like like uh, like the the ship was like oh yeah. like please pay you know please look out your window at the uh, uh, you know we were passing by the whatever yeah. you know red giant and and they're literally flying past this this uh, sun sure yeah 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 and they look out the window and it's it's huge like it, it it takes up the whole thing I'm like they're I don't know much about this kind of stuff but I know that they are too damn close to that thing <laughs> and they're like if I can no see the way. details. Dude, like it was, they were like right next to it. I'm like, oh, it's so pretty. Like, like kind of holding yeah. each other. Like, oh, look at the, look at the red giant. And now it's, it's hard massive. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it's hard to say what, uh, I don't know the exact physics of how close you get to the sun, but you know, any closer than earth starts to become a problem because look at Venus and Mars, right? Yeah. And well, it, Venus you know, is, we did. is a special, uh, a special comedy of errors. Yeah, <laughs> that makes that planet you know ridiculously hot. But yes, absolutely. That's actually that's that's absolutely right. But the um, NASA did send a satellite to the sun recently, so they have the tricks down or whatever you want to call it. They have the techniques down to at least get a satellite to survive for some period of time. Huh. All right. I don't All know. Right. Must be the shielding, but you know, heat shielding, whatever. Ah, oh, yes, heat shielding. <laughs> yeah, the old heat shield. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. Do we have anything else to talk about this show? We're about wrapping up. <laughs> I, that's the last one that I have. Uh, and I've got to go watch my kid. Yeah. I say we, uh, we're, we're a little short this episode, but you know what though? It's been a busy week and, uh, that's okay. We'll, we'll pump out the full hour next week. So, yep. all right. Hey, guys. a lot of good laughs today too. Yeah, man. That's a good show though. I, I enjoyed it. So yeah. Thank you guys for uh, tuning back in again and we'll see you next Monday. Talk to you next time. <laughs>